You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast at THPN. Chris is rubbing his hands together because he's just excited to get into this game tonight. Uh, the Dallas Stars do win by a final score of 5-1 to one over the Los Angeles Kings tonight. It was a great game overall, but first, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. Please go and use that promo code THPN. And maybe the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook, you can pay, place a bet on how many goals that brand new top line of Wyatt Johnston, Rope Hintz, and Jason Robertson are going to get. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing this evening? Boy, we have waited for a game like this, it feels like, for four weeks now. It was so nice to see that happen. DeBoer just baked us a nice little cake that we didn't even know was coming over the past three days. And then, boom, it's the most delicious, tastiest cake you can imagine. I mean, that was some fun. That The line scrambles were great. They literally all worked. Everyone scored. It was wonderful. It was a great game. Yeah, it's... It's when you have these line shuffles, you're always kind of as a fan, you know, it's exciting. You get to see players play with new people who they haven't all season long. And for all of them to click like that, honestly, it it doesn't surprise me just based off of the line shuffle we shuffling he's done before. And it just feels like anyone can play with anyone. And tonight it kind of proved it. And just moving the lines around, they <laughs> looked amazing tonight. There are so many storylines we could talk about in tonight's game. Like, literally, there you could jump from topic to topic. But first, I think we really need to admit the fact that, yes, the top line was really good, but let's talk about Jake Ottinger for a second. I mean, it, without his play in the second period, without him stealing some goals, there's probably about three or four grade A-plus chances that he stopped, that allowed the Stars to kind of get their game back together there in the second period after taking a penalty early, and they started to push back a little bit there towards the second period, and they finally started to grab some momentum back, which allowed this enormous goal outburst in the third period. So, I mean, you really got to give him credit as probably the most valuable player tonight. Yeah, that second period was terrible by the Stars, but it was fantastic for Otter, and he was doing what he does best in my opinion and that's making that second and third save that come after the rebound the stars were terrible at clearing the slot after the first chances they were getting chance after chance after chance right bang 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 after each other and he was just stood up there like a brick wall trusted his positioning it was fantastic and that's just something you don't get from wedgwood wedgwood can make some crazy sprawling saves because he commits so hard on those first shots but i mean otter is able to just stand there take one after another the, the thing I really loved about it is, and, you know, this is a, a good point over here by Ma, uh, Matto, Mato, sorry, I don't know how you say it, but should have had the donut on the board. Yeah, he had one goal that beat him, and he, he didn't see it. It was one goal, and it was just 
bunch of traffic in front and that's all it was. And it was a power play goal. So they were even down a man and that was the only goal that he led in tonight. So despite him. Yeah, exactly. So now we got to give him credit for how he played in the second period, but we also got to give the stars defense team defense overall as, as a huge credit for not allowing as many chances in the first and the third periods. So, so it was just a, it was just a perfect push and pull between the overall team defense and Ottinger when Ottinger needed to be good. And the, the team kind of sprawled out in front of him. He stood tall and he only allowed one goal. And then in the first and the third went the dollar. I mean, all the, de- most of the defensemen tonight and then all of the forwards tonight, they were back. They were playing really well. They weren't allowing huge giant quality chances. There were some, and that's going to happen in a game. But overall, the first and the third period, the Stars played great team defense. Yeah, uh, Otter just had to weather the storm in the second period. After that, it, it was good all-around game from the Stars. It wasn't a full 60, but that's what you need Otter for. Yeah, and that, that that's kind of what it feels like the star te- Stars team does and why Otter is such a good goaltender for us. I mean, we give up, we play one bad period, Otter's able to just completely save the period for us. And then the other two looked great. I mean, scored between the two periods so i'm starting to get to this belief and y'all can tell me about this before we get to the top line we need to talk about the top line tonight is there such thing as a full 60 minute game anymore i i mean honestly because if the stars can continue to win this way and maybe otter can stand tall for us in some periods when we're not playing our best defensively Maybe this is the way to go. Maybe this is the recipe for success for the Dallas Stars. Well, that, you don't want to go into it with that game plan. It, your mindset should always be we're going to play the same way the whole 60. But that's just what happens in sports. I mean, there's push and pull, like you say. The Stars started out great, hot, on fire in the first period, just knocked them into the dirt. The Kings aren't just going to roll over and die in the second period. They're going to come out with the response. And, yeah, you give some credit to the refs, but the Kings came out strong in the second period. They drew the penalty. They did what they had to do on the power play and they scored and they got momentum back. I mean, that's just what happens in a game. I don't think that should be anyone's mindset. Your mindset should be let's play like we did in the third period all the time, but that's just not really going to happen. So the, I think that's a good point. And I think the, the game has changed, especially when it comes to momentum. I think that's a big word in today's NHL and the fact that momentum is huge and I, I think that's one of the things that the stars need to work on is trying to get some momentum back and just play simple hockey sometimes. And they did that tonight. That was, I mean, hats off to him in the second period. They took a really bad penalty right off the bat in the second. It allowed the LA Kings to kind of explode when it comes to shots on goal there in the second. But they pushed back and they were able to get themselves back into the game, mostly because of the play of Jay Cotton during the second period. But okay. Let's talk about the probably the more exciting storyline that we should be discussing is that new top line and maybe not just the top line, but just all the forward lines in general. So Pete DeBoer going into this game, he leaves that second line intact as he should. That's been the best line for the Dallas Stars all season. And then we finally see something that we've been talking about for the last year and a half now. Wyatt Johnston takes the reins of the first line away from his uh from his landlord, I almost said tenant. Yeah, from his landlord, Joe Pavelski. So that was really interesting. That was really cool to see. Pavelski even played well on the third line. So, I mean, he he can just play well anywhere. So just 
overall thoughts on the forward lines, maybe specifically the first line, whatever you guys got. What do you got? I mean, this, this is what I thought was going to happen three years from now. Go ahead, James. <laughs> uh, th- this is kind of what I was talking about the last podcast. When I was talking about Johnson creates all these chances, and it feels like he never gets any coming back to him. And this game, they put him up with the two best executors on the team. He he is part of a great play first, and then he gets one dished back to him later in the game. I mean, it, it's like this is not what I had expected for him. I didn't think that they were going to throw him up on the first line, but it just it proves my point further that he creates space and he creates opportunities. And now that he's got gotten some back, he's finishing them too. His goal is the perfect example of what you just said too, James, because his forecheck into the zone and being scrambly and just attacking the puck is what led to him getting the puck back and getting that wicked shot off. I mean, that's a perfect example of what you just said. Fully agree with you there. Yeah, and it really complements how Robertson forechecks as well, because that's the same thing Robo does. I mean, he's just full attack all the time with the puck, and that's how Robertson is able to pick it off. He puts the pressure on the dude. Robertson's right there with him picks it and it's just some great passing between them and then i'm gonna if you don't have anything to say to add on to that right i'm gonna epic segue right into that third line because i think that works perfectly too i mean you get uh ben and john uh ben and pavelski are two best net front guys on the same line that line becomes the new get it to the point get it to the net line and make something happen i mean i think that's a fantastic combo too and it worked good pavelski showed off uh how how deft he is is that a word in front of the net (laughs) and he he executes like he always does anytime he gets the puck in the slot i also really liked to see sam still being rewarded for his play this season he gets elevated to the to the third line and honestly the three of them together played very well now it it made it's we got to put a a little bit on the brakes there and it's say just it's just one game but still that you can't help but feel optimistic and excited about how this team can go moving forward because now we can see that if there are some lines that get in a rut you can throw this combination together throw Wyatt up on the top line Pavs goes down to the third line steel comes up Dodonov goes down and it's that simple and if that combo isn't working then you can go back to a combo with Pavs on the top line throw Johnston and or whatever and that's something that's, I think, really cool about this forward group and how resilient they are and how well they really are playing together. Yeah, and then it even worked out for Dodonov, too. He gets put down to the fourth line, but he he's a veteran. He knows how this goes, and he just works it and gets a goal on the fourth line. I mean, it's yeah. it, it just all worked out tonight. And and he looked great on that line, too. It, it looked like that line had a little bit more finish on it, and Dodonov was able to execute. I mean, literally every single line that changed looked fantastic. And that second line looked great as it always does. And I think they were the only line not to score tonight. And they looked like the best line. Uh, One of the players that wasn't really talked about as much from like, I guess, just social media standpoint for the stars. I was really impressed with the play of uh, Craig Smith through the first two periods. Not so much in the third. It didn't see him as much. But the first two periods, I was very impressed with his play, and I didn't realize he had that much speed. I actually confused him for Rope Hintz for a split second on one of the rush chances. I know, I know, I know. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, the one other thing we got to give credit to with all these lines being changed around is Pete DeBoer. He does it again. He, yeah. he, he's, he's somehow 
especially this year, more so than last year. Last year, he just kind of kept the band together, didn't really mess with it much, just kind of some twists and pulls and things on the machinery. And then this year, it's just like full on blown out. Okay, y'all aren't playing well. You're screwing it up. Okay, throw it in the blender, and it's it it comes out to work every single time. Yeah, it does. He, it seems to work every single time. It seems like he knows what all the dials and buttons do now, and he's able to effectively make changes when he needs to. The other thing I feel like he has a good job. He's got a good sense of where the pulse of this team is at too, because we talked about there's there's been times that we've been down three goals, and he's like, hey, we're gonna. We're going to pull the goalie and we're going to try and win. And there's other times when you can tell he's the team's not going. I mean, they're not rolling the way they should. We're down two. We're not going to pull the goalie. I mean, we're not going to just throw an empty net goal to the other team for no reason if we're not pushing. So he's understanding what works for this team and getting them to adjust. He's putting his own spin on the lines, which obviously worked fantastic tonight. He probably had a few extra days to think about it, which helped with it. And I think he's just understanding where the team is at and, when he needs to make those adjustments too. I mean, it feels like he's in a groove better than even the team is right now, if, if that makes any sense. And hopefully that continues moving forward. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on january 9th the kings are taking on the lightning the kings with a minus 115 the lightning with a 105 the sharks taking on the maple leafs with a plus 350 for the sharks and a minus 455 for the maple leafs and then you also have the seattle kraken taking on the buffalo sabers the kraken with a minus 108 and the sabers with a minus 112 Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Speaking of Pete DeBoer kind of pushing some buttons here tonight, he he, he does it with the, the defensive pairings too. I mean, it, it was it, when I saw the defensive pairings, I was just like, oh, OK, this is kind of weird. But at the same time, it wasn't working the way that it was the last couple of games as well. And tonight it's Suter and Nils. It's Hanley and Harley. And it's Essa and Yanni. And that. I mean, there was one goal against tonight. It, it, it seemed to work well. So, I mean, nothing I can complain about when it comes to the the decors tonight. Yeah, time time and ice for the decor is much more spread out tonight than 
maybe any other Stars game this season. Harley with 22 minutes time on ice, taking the, the Lions' share of that. Hanley with 17.39, as you'd expect from a seventh guy. But then we got uh, Essa with 19.51. Suter with 19.14, Lundqvist 19.04, Hockenpah 20.01. I mean, just su super even and balanced right there. It was great. Honestly, the biggest stick out to me is still Hanley, though. He is all the way up there. That has to be the most minutes he's played for us in a really long time. And it's played with Harley. And that makes sense because that's, that's how we ended the season last year. And they looked great together. I mean, that was how Hanley scored one of his first regular season goals was with Harley on the line with him. Yeah, he he, uh, he looked a lot better tonight, especially after we called him out the other night too. He he looks he looked a ton better. Yeah, it's crazy what some chemistry can do for you. It really is, really truly is. And that's another you know thing that Pete DeBoer has kind of done. He's he's been able to. It, it looked like at first he was just gonna plug and play Harley as the Miro replacement. Right. I mean, Mir Harley was playing 26, 27, 25 minutes a night the last couple of games. I think it's been seven games since Miro has been out. And this is and like you said, this is the most spread out that we have seen this decor in a long time. And I know this is crazy, but this reminds me a lot of when the Stars played against the Vegas Golden Knights in this in the Western Conference final. There was not a defenseman under 16 minutes for the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's really cool. And I'm not saying that this is the decor that we should see going into the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, this is really cool. This is exactly what you want to see. This is looking at the Vegas Golden Knights as the Stanley Cup winners and saying, okay, we're going to maybe steal from that. My idea of plug and play with Harley for Miro didn't work. So we're going to see if we can spread out the minutes a little bit. And boom. Okay, another thing kind of worked for Pete DeBoer. And that last thing that he said, he, he tried Harley plug-and-play, and it didn't really work, and he adjusts quickly to it. I mean, we saw one game, it was like, obvious. Harley's playing way worse. He's not used to this workload. It's not him. It's because his role has changed. And this immediate flip to figure something out to work with it, it was fantastic. Obviously, the our blue line had to play better to help us do that and give him some more rest, but his, his ability to adjust that quickly and make Harley look a ton better and make Hanley look better and make everybody look better. I mean, that's just, I give a lot of this game to coaching. I thought it was fan some fantastic moves. And here's the crazy thing tonight. Uh, the stars get outshot in the second period by a ton. They get outshot in the game. They lose the special teams battle. But this is probably one of the better games it seems like they've played in the last two months. It, isn't that a little crazy? Yeah, it's crazy because the special teams were stupid and the rest were dumb again. Okay. There, there was a couple. There was a couple. There was a couple penalties that were very obvious. And but the, that the only reason we were out, mainly... out and out and out special teams was the officiating. We had one power play and they had four. We were the better team by a mile. There was plenty of chances for them to call penalties on the Kings, and they weren't called. Um, yeah, and still on the power play, they had to get the extra man on there to make the play and then score exactly. on it. I mean, and it was on, on a bad call on Boston. Too. He, clears, he clears him out perfectly and does what he's supposed to do, and they call, call it tripping. Going back to some long-term stats. Don't know how this is the case, but James, you mentioned a while ago, it seems like the refs just take a break whenever the Stars play in another team. And that is, I, I, I did do. some boop, boopity, boop research, and I figured out you are 100% correct. They do. The second least penalized team in the NHL is your Dallas Stars. 
only one team is 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 more disciplined than the stars and the team that draws the least amount of penalty by six penalties by six everyone else is like one or two apart we are six from the second lowest is the dallas stars draw the least amount of penalties with a top three offense in the league it makes no sense it's stupid okay so i yeah, it's okay. No, no, the it, it's 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 fair to say because this goes again back to last year at the beginning of last year. I did all this research into Pete DeBoer and whether his style led to more penalties being taken by his team, and that wasn't the case. And I don't know if this is just a a placebo thing, a placebo effect, or I don't I don't know, but it, it is very strange and it is very weird. It, and, and it's it's not like it's just been in one month. It has been since the beginning of October, since the beginning of the season, this has been that effect. Yeah, and it's so. not just like, it's not just that these stars aren't getting a lot of power plays. They're not taking a lot of penalties either. Like there's just no calls in our games. None of them. I mean, yeah. the, the average, I think per game for most teams taking and drawing penalties is around three. It's like, so there's around like six p- penalties per game. And that just doesn't happen in Stars games. I mean, even tonight, there's four on one side, and we still only made it to five. Yeah, doesn't make that any sense. That is crazy. No. It's a, so well, here's what it is. It's a wide conspiracy league-wide to <laughs> rip off the Stars, okay? It's a huge conspiracy. It's huge. Oh, goodness. Okay. Anyways, look. so here's my other thought to this. The Stars are really good at five-on-five five right now, yep. especially Tyler Sagan. Yep. So... Should we really complain all that much? As long as we're not getting a bunch of penalties. That's honestly a great point. Because last season we were complaining, oh, we only score power play goals. Why can't right. we score five on five? And now we are scoring five on five and power play goals because we're not getting as many power plays. So really, it's just making us stronger. You're just building us up, NHL. Eat that. Yeah, conspiracy. Maybe the conspiracy is actually for the stars to do better. Just reverse psychiatry. No. Nope. Right? Nope. No. Chris doesn't, doesn't they have it out for us, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, so... Chris. Oh, we didn't mention this. Uh, in the chat, Ryan, there was a shorthanded goal tonight. They didn't lose special teams battle. Oh, yep. They oh, okay. It. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's true. All right. So, with the shorthanded goal, and uh, did we have a power play goal? No, power no play I don't think so. That is our no power play. play. It's our power kill. I saw that stat on, on Instagram. It's a, we are the second best power kill unit in the league. Philadelphia yes, like- has way more than us. That is crazy. How I many more like do they have? Than us? I don't know. How remember. many have they had? Oh, uh, okay. I think they well, had like gave, two or three more. We gave them three in one game. So. Oh, that's, yeah, there that, you oh, go. That's yeah, true. Oh, don't that. talk about that game. <laughs> we won <Ooh>. that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> we give up three shorthanded goals, two shorthanded goals, and the same power play, and still won the game. We we need to do a review on the season midway through in our next uh, our next weekend episode because there have been some weird hockey games. Yes, there absolutely have been. Okay, so the the one I'll, I'll pull out a good stat for us that I think is really cool. Dallas Stars are now number one in the league when it comes to third period goals with yeah. ninety eight over the Colorado Avalanche with ninety seven. So that's really cool. I think that's something that we can lean into. And I don't, I also don't think that that's uh, a coincidence with the fact that the stars are one of the best comeback teams in the NHL. I mean, agreed. I think both of those go hand in hand. 
Yeah, the so. only frustrating thing is that the last three games we've had three in every single third period that we've played. Hey, it's made it <laughs> like, fun though. It yes. is fun, but like welcome if, to the Dallas can, Stars experience. If they can play every period like they played the third period, we would score nine goals a game. Hey, I would just be happy with the first period. I thought the first period was the best period by the Dallas Stars. I really did. I know we scored three in the third, but I really thought like on both sides of the puck, that was probably the best period that I've seen uh, in a long time from the Dallas Stars this season. So, okay. Uh, anything we haven't mentioned that we need to talk about? Uh, nope. Chris's favorite stat plus minus. Team high, Yanni Hockenpah with a plus four. Didn't get a single assist on the night. So our house. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. But he, I mean, he, if he was on the ice, we scored. So oh, I need to mention this because I'm a Foxa hater. What a game by Foxa. That pass. Oh my goodness. That was disgusting. And still absolutely deserved that goal. He really did. That that was a goal that like for all the good work that you've done the last several weeks for the last month. There's your your it, pot of gold. It really for you. was handed to him on a silver platter by the Foxa boy. Goodness, Talbot had no chance on that one. Absolutely no chance for that. Okay, biggest winner, biggest loser. Are we at that point? We are there. Okay, uh, let's do biggest loser because there's it, it's kind of hard to pick one tonight. Chris, James, what who you got? James goes first. Uh, I'm going to go with Drew Doughty because I hate him and he slapped the puck in the back of our net. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Jamie Benn. He's been, he's been quiet a little bit here, you know? We you see some more Jamie Benn. He's throwing some weight around a little bit more. Maybe having Pavs on his line might help out a little bit. I want, I want some more Jamie Benn. I miss that guy. I'm going to give mine to Cam Talbot. Uh, Cam Talbot came into this game with like the sixth best save percentage in the NHL. And he's had a good year considering, and especially considering the guy's 36, but he did not have a good game tonight at all. I mean, some of it wasn't his fault, especially the Sam Steele goal, especially, but like, I don't know. He just, I mean, you can't let in five goals and expect to win the game. That's just where, where I'm at. Okay. Biggest winner. Oh, why Johnston? I, I mean, I said it, the dude creates, the dude has the finish if he gets the chances and uh goal and an assist tonight. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to Wyatt Johnson too. I thought about changing it just because he took it, but I'm not going to. He was great. I love seeing him play on that first line. He looked so comfortable there. It was not a shock at all, like it was earlier in the season. We tried to put him up there and he had just a uh, little bit of shakiness. He looked so good there this game. He looked like he belonged. The and big he had difference. two points, six shot, awesome passes, great four check. He looked so good. The big difference between him going on that top line now and earlier in the season is that now he's coming up as a winger, hence is the center. That that's how it should be. And yeah, it, but, it worked great. Definitely an easier transition. But he still took draws, which was good. So it, yep. it, and it gave Pretty them a centerman side. on it, yeah, it gave them a centerman for both sides of the puck, which is very nice. So that's exactly what uh Pete DeBoer loves to do. He loves to have two centermen on each line. I'm gonna give the obvious one for me, at least I'll go to the other side of the goal and I'll give it to Jake Ottinger. I mean, he yep. very quietly just because of how well the forwards did and how well the D played tonight in general. I think he's probably going to get overlooked a little bit in tonight's game, honestly. And he, he, he absolutely saved our bacon 
in the second period. Saved our butts. And, I mean, it, you easily, easily could have gone into that second intermission being down by two goals. It could have been four to two, but Ottinger said no. Yep. Those second and third saves were just amazing all game long. Yeah, that's one of the best starts we've seen from Otter in quite some time. Yep. Now we got to hope that he stays healthy. And we've had a little bit of issue with uh, goalie injuries the past couple of seasons with both of our goalies, both Wedgwood and Ottinger. And now with Ottinger back, Wedgwood is out. And we're looking at Matt Murray as our number two again. So maybe he comes in at, on, in a game. I, I think that Pete DeBoer will be a little bit more comfortable now that he got a game in and he was able to get a shutout. Now that the team played incredible defense in front of him, but still he was able to make the saves when needed <laughs> for the most part. Yes. But seriously, we'll see where this goes. Uh, stars start a four game road trip with a possible uh, return of Miro Haskin and towards the end of the road trip, guys. We'll, we'll we'll look forward to that. Anything else? I'm excited for the East Coast trip. It'll be fun. Early games. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening along with us. Those of you that are live, we've had up to 25, which was crazy. Uh, thank you guys for spending your evening with us talking about this game. There's more of you listening later uh, on the podcast side. We appreciate that. Please go and use uh, that promo code THPN from DraftKings Sportsbook. Please leave us a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Google. I'm forgetting the rest of them off the top of my head. But Cash App. Anyways, get a Cash App. <laughs> go and use, uh, go to StarcasticRemarks.com for our website, StarcasticRemarksShop.com for all the latest merch. That's the best way to support us. And along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you guys are listening, Chris. Dethrone the Kings. GG, boys. 